text for our consideration this morning is Isaiah 41, verse 10. Fear not, I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. In the late 1920s and early 1930s, the National Research Council conducted experiments on worker productivity at Western Electric's factory in Hawthorne, a suburb of Chicago. The experiments were conducted to study the effect of shop lighting on worker productivity. Researchers began to be confused, though, because they soon discovered that productivity increased not only when the lighting was improved, but when it was diminished. According to Investopedia.com, one conclusion then that the researchers drew from this experiment was that, quote, productivity was not being affected by the change in the working conditions, but rather by the fact that someone was concerned enough about their working conditions to conduct an experiment on it. From this experiment, then, we get the term the Hawthorne effect. Simply put, the Hawthorne effect refers to the fact that people will modify their behavior simply because they're being observed. I think all of us can relate to this phenomenon and we can also see it in many facets of our society when people slow down when they see a police car. Uh, how people act when they're alone if they know there's a video camera watching them. Or even how students might behave in a supervised versus unsupervised study hall. This morning though I'd like to consider an even greater effect. The Emmanuel effect. No, I'm not referring exactly to the effect of attending or working at Emmanuel. Instead, I want to consider the effect, the name of our school, the name of Emmanuel, which means God with us, what effect that has on us. According to the Hawthorne effect, people act differently when they're alone versus when being observed. We could even take this a step further. People act differently depending on when they are observed by their close friends, their family, or authority figures. What the Hawthorne effect, or the way we act differently depending on whom we are with, what these ignore are the Emmanuel effect. There's always someone with us. God is always with us. God is everywhere. He's omnipresent. Think about that for a moment. No matter where you're going or what you're doing, God is there with you. If you're anything like me, one of your first reactions may be of horror and shame. Consider all the times that we are by ourselves and find ourselves tempted to view or listen to something that we know is not edifying for our faith. I'm sure we all have on our own watched TV shows, movies, or videos, or listened to music or podcasts that we would never admit to watching among other Christian friends or to other faculty and staff. At that moment, or even later, we think of it as our secret. It's okay. Nobody knows. After all, nobody walked in 
and saw us watching this or listening to this. All of us have said things, something that is unclean or taking the Lord's name in vain, or even saying something mean about somebody or spreading rumors. We might never use that type of language or say those things in front of our parents or a pastor or a teacher, but it's much easier to say or even think these things when we are alone or with close friends. Just think, though, God is there to witness all those actions, all the sins we commit by doing things directly against the Ten Commandments and by not doing those things he's commanded us to do through his law. At night, when you scroll through the day's events in your head, think about all the experiences God was along with you that day. Again, when I do that, I'm usually embarrassed and ashamed of all that God has seen me do throughout the day. As we see God's assurances to be with us throughout the Bible, and there are those many assurances, um, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. As we see these many assurances throughout the Bible that God is with us, we need to recognize that this is not a threat. It's a promise. Just look at our text from Isaiah. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. God's presence is to bring us comfort. We have an all-present, all-powerful God who is on our side to strengthen us and uplift us. What better thought to have during our days and our nights than that God is with us all the time. When we feel the most lonely, abandoned, and friendless, God is beside us and is there to comfort us. When we are nervous or scared or anxious, God is right there beside us to help and comfort us. When we are confused, discouraged, and without hope, God is right there beside us to help us and comfort us. How does he do it? Through his word and his sacraments. Indeed, the greatest help God and comfort God provides us is with our sinful condition. Those very sins that we think that nobody knows about, and those very sins that we are too guilty to confess to others, Christ died for those sins. And because of Christ's death and resurrection, we have been forgiven all those sins, those sins and all our sins. God loves us so much that he sent his only son to die for us. His only son became a human and suffered and died for our sins and was raised from the dead, thus guaranteeing our resurrection from the dead. The Holy Spirit, the Comforter, brings us to faith and strengthens and keeps us in that faith. What a wonderful realization that this God, who loves the world and wants it to be saved, is with us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. What better companion could we have? What greater comfort could we have than knowing that God is watching us over us all the time? It's indeed interesting, especially in terms of psychology, to think about the Hawthorne effect, how we act differently when we are observed. 
But as we go forth today, let us take comfort in that much greater Emmanuel effect, the wonder, wonderful comfort and security we can derive from the fact that God is always with us. We'll close today with hymn 427, verses 3, 4, and 7. Um, as we sing stanza four, uh, Prof. Amman sent out an update today about um, Winter Haven, and they had some damage there at the church, but uh, people are there, seem to be okay. Uh, we thank God for that, and uh, we pray for those in South Carolina that might be affected next. Um, but stanza four speaks directly to that. So 427, 3, 4, and 7. <laughs>